Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that adverb Josh? Uh, caringly, because this is the episode on self-care. Okay, well then the things that caringly matter, if that is a word. It's a, it's a word. And you know what? If it isn't a word, it doesn't matter because this is like our season finale, right? So yeah, so whatever. No one because we have anymore. seasons apparently. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we won't have to think about it for months. Exactly. Exactly. If anyone has a problem with that, like we're not going to be around. Yeah. For you yeah. to complain to. <laughs> That's right. Not that anyone's complaining. Nobody has ever yeah. complained about anything, <laughs> but we imagine that you might. So the imaginary people complaining about things. We like to feel like we're important enough that people would complain. Yeah. And I'm Aya. And I'm Josh. And today we're continuing our episode on self-care. This is part two of episode 25, or it's episode 26, however you want to look at it. We're continuing our discussion on self-care with our childhood friend, Ben Farhi. And we're back. Thanks for the break. I needed that. It's uh, been a long week in the bathroom. Yes, definitely a whole week since you guys went to the bathroom and came back. I mean, it was quite a week. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but it's quite a week. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely not lying about that. Nobody would lie about that. Why would anyone lie about that? That seems. Yeah. Why would anyone lie about that? Embarrassing lie. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be back. I was holding that one in. <laughs> So where were we? I have a question for Ben. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. So Ben, do you think part of self-care is learning to also accept others when they give you either a compliment or they give to you in some oh, way? Oh, that's... I was thinking about that. That's 100%. I think if you don't have the ability to accept compliments, and I'm like that a lot, it shows, like for me, like maybe I overanalyze it, but when I give people compliments, the odd time they can't accept it, it's like there's a deep-rooted issue there. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's I don't know if it's one of those classic uh, Freudian things where it comes from childhood or deeply rooted self doubt or something. Probably, yeah, maybe some insecurities or insecure yeah. imposter yeah. syndrome we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. You guys probably know more about <laughs> that kind of thing than I do, but I don't know any of these fancy titles for these words. But, uh, <laughs> we, we've only... been pretending that we know about psychology yeah, this entire pretend. time. Yeah, we like to pretend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Josh is an undergrad in psychology, but nobody cares. Yeah, my undergrad was in neuroscience before I was. I think yeah. you knew that then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I used to like learn this stuff, but I've forgotten everything. Like, I don't know. Now I just pretend. I've always just pretended. Kind of like me. <laughs> you fake it till you make yeah, it. Exactly. I think sometimes we know a lot of things intuitively and it helps sometimes. And we just get, oh, that's the yeah. thing I already knew. Now mm. I know how to label it, yeah. categorize it, you know? Exactly. I have kind of like a surface level question, which is just, <laughs> what's your favorite self-care activity? So I'll give an example, I guess, because like for me, I think I've learned it's long walks, especially when it's nice out, mm -hmm. because I get exercise. I feel almost like it's if I'm walking through nature, it's a bit, I don't want to say spiritual, but it's kind of within that realm of like making, mm -hmm. cl clearing my mind. And, you know, if I can listen to music or I can listen to a podcast for me, that's kind of my, if I could pick one self-care thing that really makes a huge difference for me, physiologically, emotionally, mentally, it's long walks outside. What is that like? Because you can imagine these, the answer to this depends on what the root issue is that you're addressing per se, right? So like, what is something you would be addressing with a long walk? Um, 
I think it's le- like in a way it's preventing. Sometimes it's addressing if if you're already like addressing issues then I think it's already gone a little too far and you're already off balance. What you want to do is prevent things from already. Yeah, but what are you trying to but, prevent? Okay, like, what am I? Yeah. So, I mean, one, it, it helps with sleep because it's exercise. A long, long walk where you come back and you're tired, you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. It gives you kind of, I end up in like a happy headspace. It's kind of like meditative. meditative. It's meditative, yeah. very okay. meditative. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So it treats kind of that boredom, that lucky feeling. And I think as soon as I exercise, at least for me, uh, once I'm kind of more aware of my body again, like I'm kind of, I feel more presence physically, then I automatically am a little bit more conscious of what I'm eating or how I'm eating it. So it kind of, it's one of those things that has a bit of a domino effect on everything else. So 100%. in a positive way. Yeah. So I don't know. I was wondering if you guys have one, if you have just maybe a favorite. I have one. I, I yeah. wasn't thinking about it until you told me you used some specific words there, but mm. just to touch on your walks, like when mm. I went to the naturopath, like one of the first things she said was walk 20 minutes, at least a day, mm. like get out and walk. Cause my day consisted of waking up, showering, walking across the street, like 20 steps and going up a flight of stairs and sitting at my desk mm. for nine hours and then I go back across the street and just sit on my couch at the time. I'd, like I play video games or watch a movie and then I'd go to sleep. Like I, other than playing hockey once a week, right. but like walking is very important yeah. on physical, spiritual, emotional. Like it, it relieves a lot of stress. Yeah. Just hearing birds or being under that sunlight or the blue yeah. sky. I mean, especially in Canada, we're at such a disadvantage psychologically. I mean, you have yeah. the uh, seasonal, you know, depression get the walker high and yeah. you just feel different. You feel alive for, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. And it kind of gets yeah. your blood pumping and it helps you relieve energy. It, it creates an appetite yeah. and it helps you go to sleep. There's a lot of effects that it has for sure. Yeah. For me, I don't know where to start with the story, but my mom growing up um, around eight years old, every summer we go up North near the Sioux on a lake called tunnel Lake where her aunt and uncle and cousins, they all live in this little town called Warncliffe. It's like 150, 200 people live on this one street and like half of them are family, like from 200 years back or whatever. And it's nostalgic for me to get up there. And I have, I got up there last year being on a boat on a lake fishing, like under a blue sky for five days, no cell phone, no electricity, no anything. And I'm not a spiritual God fearing type, you know, I like to think I'm a rational thinker and I stopped believing a lot in God and stuff, but me too. sitting up on a boat with, you know, one friend, two friends, three friends by yourself with your brother, mm-hmm. with your grandfather, whatever, sitting on a boat for eight hours, just with you and a fishing rod and, and a lake and just very meditative. Mm-hmm. It makes you think and it makes you appreciate everything. And it's just a chance to reflect back on the year. It's a chance to reflect back on life, on the memories, things you want to change when you get back to town. It's about an eight and a half hour drive. So even the drive is meditative and uh, just getting out of the city life and um, the rat race kind of thing Mm. for me, especially being in an office, you know, 300 days a year or whatever it is, you get rid of weekends and some vacation time. It helps me balance my year to year for sure. Yeah. It centers me for sure. And I come back kind of rejuvenated. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Other than like, you know, around a golf or hockey or seeing my friends in a dressing room and skating with them for an hour time to yeah. time and i don't go on walks really i i go on bike rides from time to time but i get very lazy and i don't know i think yeah that would be my answer That's awesome. or you know having a couple of drinks with friends around a campfire in a backyard or whatever mm-hmm. and 
there's a lot of ways to skin the cat, but my number one would be fishing on a boat in the middle of the lake. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But don't skin cats. <laughs> yeah, that was you really set the scene for us there. I think that's yeah. Yeah, I was kind of meditative just listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> My voice isn't that good, guys. Come on, you've got a very, you've got a very voice. nice voice. It's a good voice. Josh, yeah. What about you, Josh? What's your favorite thing? Yeah, Josh. Um, I like to do a podcast about once a week with Aya. Mm-hmm. It's very therapeutic. Really, really this good. Has been. <laughs> this has been very therapeutic. Yeah. Honestly, Aya, it's no joke. It's been a really good part of my self-care. I would say that for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, but in, you know, that's more specific to this, yeah. but like in general, talking to friends. Yeah. That socializing for me, you know, really having good, deep conversations with friends, just hanging out with no other purpose, but just to hang out. Mm-hmm. That to me has always been one of the most, um, you know, maybe that's, you know, that's like an extrovert's answer right there a little bit, no. but it does give me energy, actually. Yeah. And it does balance me, especially because if, if I spend too much time in my own head, it's not, I don't know, it's not, it's good to balance yourself out, I think, with other points of view and other people and share and diffuse your your feelings and even your pain diffuse. amongst each other. Sorry. I, sorry, I keep saying diffuse, do I keep it's, saying diffuse, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Your girlfriend diffuse. has also corrected you, so I don't feel bad pointing uh, it out right now. Yeah. That's true. I should say it correctly. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have said anything, but it's I'm sorry. Fair. This I'm was a serious words. conversation, though. Please continue. <laughs> it diffuse. I'm it's... pretty sure Aya's done that. I've been, like, telling her about, like, someone who died, and she's like, hey, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. Sorry. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, so the socializing, but that's something I do well. Like I, when I say do well, I mean, that's something I, it it is my go-to. And that has always been good for balancing me, you know, socially and mentally. But there's other things that I haven't done enough of that I kind of want to. Like I, I picture this like fishing on a boat thing that you're talking about and like thinking like that would be good for me in a way, but I can't, it's so far removed from what I, I would normally end up doing. But there's been times like I'll go up on a, I did go up on a trip with some friends recently and that just being away, we went hiking in the Redwoods. Wow. Awesome. Probably not too far from where you were living in just San Francisco. Just north of San Francisco. It's a 25, 30-minute drive across the bridge. I just did that with Elsa in February last year. Okay, yeah. Awesome. So we we just went up there. Yeah, my girlfriend and a couple friends. Talk about a meditative walk. You should go yeah. through there, Aya, for 20 minutes. I want to, yeah. <laughs> Great. It's it was about a, It's about a two-hour and 20-minute hike, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've always been one of those more like, techie people you know someone who likes you know you know the urban environment you know buildings and people and technology I don't think I want to spend like too much time in nature but whenever I do sometimes like after not having done it for a while I remember oh my god I need this Hmm. it's like important to actually have nature in your life and it does help center you and balance you Mm -hmm. so when it comes to yeah important you know the thing I do the most yeah the socializing is my self-care activity but I could stand to do some other ones actually this might be a good lead in for just a question here, but if I can ask this, what for you guys would you say is like, what do you think you need the self-care for most to kind of in your life? Like what's, what's like maybe an issue or something that you don't take care of yourself as well of that you should have Ben, you talked about stuff in the past that you've done. Like, I'll give an example for me right now. I have terrible sleep. It's not that I don't sleep well when I sleep. It's that I don't go to sleep at good times. Mm-hmm. It's not a consistent sleep cycle. That doesn't just mess with me. I used to think, oh, that's just my thing. But it messes with my social life too, because I'll maybe I'll miss out on hanging with some friends or going to some events because I need to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something I, I've talked about it before. But I think like, when my mom passed in, in, in high school, I suddenly was allowed to like, 
do whatever I wanted, you know, and my mom was always very strict with sleep. So suddenly I was able to stay up as long as I wanted, whenever I wanted. Right. I started just, you know, not taking care of my sleep, you know, probably since I was in high school. So it's like a very difficult habit for me to break on top of the fact that I find myself to be more creative at night. You know, I'll, I'll make more stuff. I'll write more stuff at night, but you know, it gets me in trouble. Mm-hmm. So I find like some of the stuff when I need to think of like a self-care activity, like socializing with people doesn't actually help me. That doesn't help me solve that problem, right? Mm -hmm. Even though that's good for other things for my mental health. If I want to solve that sleep problem, I have to build other habits. I don't know. What's an example? I have something I I should do like for. (laughs) uh, Um, Well, I mean, sometimes when you have something set that you need to be awake for, it'll kind of Mm -hmm. try to help you. It forces you to do it. Yeah, back into it. But you... I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure. Cause you kind of just go back into like, I swing, uh, I swing around. Kinda, with it too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I don't know if I even have I the perfect know. answer for okay. myself, but I guess the question I wanted to throw your guys' way is, do you have something that you're still struggling with mm-hmm. that you feel like you need to take care of? Well, to touch on you first, okay, let me circle back to it. It'd be spending time with family mm. and realizing my own self-worth are probably the two mm-hmm. things Okay. that I wish I could touch on, but to go back to what you said, Josh, uh, sleeping is definitely another thing, not to circle all the way back to the alopecia and figuring out my sleep schedule and lining back up, but it's just funny for me. Like, like in Canada, we have different seasons Yeah. and the seasonal depression kicks in late fall, all winter. My schedule is completely different than it is in spring, summer, not work wise, work wise. I'm still like a nine to five, nine to six, whatever. <laughs> It's after hours that is completely different. I mean, especially during COVID where there's no hockey up here. So I couldn't play hockey. I'm full of all this energy. I'm eating like crap. My energy levels are all over the place. Not that I'm eating like crap. Like we eat a lot of good food now. Like I'm lucky enough. Elsa's a great cook and her family owns restaurants and meat well. But my point is, you know, in the winters, I'm not releasing energy as much as I am in the summers. I'm sitting here in this chair playing video games three four hours a night going to bed at 10 o'clock watching movies till 1 a.m and then i have a six hours of sleep seven hours of sleep i wake up no matter what unless it's fishing or like an early round of golf maybe once a year i'll do it yeah i'm not getting up like for anything like i'm such i'm the worst when it comes to waking up like that's why i was shaking my head to eye like even if i have a meeting at nine o'clock i'll show up at 9 15 or 9 05 <laughs> like i'll find a way to be late right and that's yeah. something i want to take care of but in the spring and summer i often go play around a golf nine holes at six o'clock till eight o'clock i'll walk like I, I walk i don't drive a cart that's my exercise right now and it, you know i've gained a little bit of weight through covid and we all have I think. not exercising like no hockey really affected me i probably gained 20 30 pounds but i'll go walk i'll come home i'll eat i'll shower i'll hop into bed at nine o'clock watch a show until 10 i'll be passed out mm-hmm. So I get way better sleep when I'm getting that exercise. To give yourself something to do, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's just finding those ways to get rid of my energy and kind of just be tired, right? Mm-hmm. Finding ways to get rid of your energy. I, I never really yeah. thought of it like that. Like, if you want to get to sleep, you need to get rid of that energy before you go to sleep. That's something I always tell people. I notice a lot of people that struggle to fall asleep or like have sleeping issues. I mean... Some people are exceptions, but they're not finding that physical activity. Yeah. Yeah. Physical activity helps. Okay. I think so. Exercise makes a huge difference. I I agree a hundred percent. I mean, for me, I know the difference between me having like a solid quality sleep and falling asleep quickly 
number one thing is just intense exercise that Mm -hmm. you have just so much of your energy is gone. Your body doesn't even have the energy to Mm -hmm. annoy you into awakeness. (laughs) I don't know if that was a good way of putting it, but yeah. And what you were going to say, Ben, too, what were you had those two? Oh, yeah. uh, Self-care, I think would be spiritual, emotional ties of self-care would be spending more time with my family. I don't spend enough Mm -hmm. only recently with, I mean, it's been impossible with COVID. I have my newborn baby brother can't get him sick. Can't come around the house. My mom's living with my grandfather. They're both kind of elderly now. Mm -hmm. They both, they all had a COVID and they got through it. So I don't don't want to get into the COVID thing. Oh yeah. They had COVID? They had COVID. They got, they they got through it. It wasn't a big deal. It was just a little cold to them. Okay. Well, that's good. My brother had it too. Yeah. But I mean, we didn't go to Christmas, Hanukkah, like we skipped everything. And uh, I mean, COVID's a good excuse, but before COVID, I still, it's hard to explain. It's like, I moved to San Francisco for a year. And the reason why I came back was to be here for my family in case, Mm. like to spend more time. I couldn't, I, I never thought of myself outside of London, but I always wanted to be around my family. And, and you, you get here and you start taking them for granted. Mm. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of a piece of shit. Like I see my dad eight hours a day. <laughs> and it's like, I, my mental energy is like exhausted. I don't want to mm. like go out of my way to go drive to my mom's. Mm. It's kind of like the self-care thing. I spend eight hours, almost all of it with my dad. And he's such an animal in the office and, and he has his way of doing it. And it's so exhaustive mentally and emotionally for me. It drains my energy. And I have to go now and lock myself in this room and just be in like quiet place or play video, video games game. or put on a show yeah. to kind of rebalance my mind for the next day. And I don't have the energy to go and see my mom or go and see my brother or go and see my sister or go and see my friends. Right. They're basically saying that, and this is something maybe to take note of, right? Is that like sometimes our self-care in one way causes yeah like you made that choice for a self-care reason yeah but then you're not taking care of something else so it sounds like we have to, to balance find, not kind to of balance you yeah. have to balance the cycle you have to kind of rotate it's like a pie it's hard to keep all the yeah. pieces even some get bigger some get smaller you need to make the time with your dad piece smaller and then the time with your like maybe well, yeah no, I, i'm just no that that's a given like but i mean you're pointing out a good point which is like sometimes spending the time alone which is self-care when that's what you need and doing mm-hmm. that is actually what would help you be able to spend time with your family later. So it, it seems yeah. counterintuitive, but like spending the time alone, if that's what's restorative for you, that's what would help you be able to go visit your mom. And Yeah. But then you're also saying that if you do that too much, you're also not seeing your... Yeah. Um, and it ties into the self-worth too, yeah. which has a... I mean, working next to my dad, I, maybe I, I'm always in his shadow and I, I always thought I'd fill his shoes one day, but I'm slowly realizing like... I don't want to. I don't think anyone can. Like he's a one in a billion, like not one in a billion. Like there's maybe a hundred people in Canada that are as successful as he is today. It's like crazy to think about, but just realizing it, it's like, I'm, I'm never going to be him. I don't have to measure myself by his measuring stick. Mm. He needs to stop measuring me by his own measuring stick. Mm. Thinking that I should know everything he does. Like, I'm only a year, two years older than he was when he moved to Canada. He didn't know what a mortgage was or a basement was. I know at least what those things are. So I'm kind of, not that I'm ahead of him. He's got the passion and the work ethic. I'm not going to match him on those things and his understanding of real estate. And like, he's just a genius in so many different ways. I I have to find my own way and my own worth. And kind of, like I said, my job, some days I'm there next to him, helping him with emails eight hours a day. And it's like, Mm -hmm. 
I don't have the time to go and do my own thing and, and learn and do it my way and reach out to people my way. And this is the self-worth thing you're mentioning, right? Like, and it's my self-worth your... thing. And and then having to spend eight hours with him makes me want to go and sit in a dark closet for for the next <laughs> five hours before I go to sleep. So I am right. like not concussion the next day from his loud voice and this and that. So one of your ways of dealing with that is basically to say, like, I'm just trying to like, I guess, put this yeah. into more concrete terms, but it sounds like if you have this self-worth, what do you want to call it? Like issue concern, like something that you need to take care of yourself for. One of those ways to take care is to basically to measure yourself against only yourself. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I, we just talked about this. Yeah. Uh, what episode was that? It was a competition episode. Yeah. Maybe episode 23. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's nice to get that reinforced. Yeah. That we are our only comp, like we should only be competing exactly. with ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. I mean, there's things to strive for and people to replicate, try and replicate certain things after. But at the end of the day, I'm only setting myself up for failure if I don't realize that I'm never like, I don't want to catch up to my dad. Like he's like, you know, not to get too personal, but he's like, you're never like, like you need to kind of, you know, he was always lecturing me or whatever. And, you know, I'm still a little kid in his eyes and he's like, you need to kind of pull up your pants and not that he uses this language, but in, in, in nicer way if you want to be like me, you need to like, you know, cut these things out. He tries to tell me to live, you know, I'm sure a lot of parents still like that to people, especially the European ones, you know, trying to tell you how to live. And at the end of the day, if you don't have the ability to just step back and know what you want, you're always going to be a little bit lost. Right. So yeah. you got to kind of set boundaries. You got to set goals. You got to be fair to yourself and measure yourself by your own timing and measuring stick. And uh, yeah. And it's great that you can kind of recognize what he's done well and parts that maybe you do want to follow. But I, I think at least from the outside, it seems very obvious that you have strengths that, and this is nothing against your dad. I, I mean, I don't know him super well, but I think that you have kind of empathy and like a, an ability to talk to people that maybe, maybe aren't his strengths as much. Right. So, I mean, there are different things and you're a different person. So it makes sense that you would approach things differently and maybe be successful mm -hmm. in more of a Ben way yeah. and less of a, right. I got to have my strengths, right. You got to have, yeah. and you get to do it your way and your own success. Like what, what is success? Yeah. It's whatever you get to, exactly. whatever gets you to your own values. Yeah. Right. So I've had so many people say this to me and they mean it well, right. They'll say like, Oh, Josh, like you're going to be the next Steven Spielberg. And I know they mean well when they say that. Right. But my answer often, the first thing that comes to mind is like, I'd rather be the first me, you know? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. There's already a Spielberg. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the next Spielberg. That's done already. Mm -hmm. And no one's going to be more Spielberg than Spielberg. So, <laughs> I mean, I get what, again, I want to say, I get people mean well when they say that, but it's just, it's just a reminder that we do, you know, it is important for our own self-worth that we're never, of course, going to feel worthy if we think that our worth is tied to being somebody else. Because we'll yeah. never be somebody else. We'll only be ourselves. So exactly. Yeah. Once we kind of recognize that and realize that it, it makes us much less insecure. Yeah. You just got to tell it to my dad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I say this, you know, to people with, you know, my dad says stuff too, that I used to try to change my dad and try to get him to see things the way I do, mm -hmm. but you can't change him. Not necessarily, you know, but important thing about that self-worth and that security is it's really about how you think. Mm -hmm. yeah no one can give you self-worth yeah yeah and for all you know like your dad's tying his self-worth a little bit into your success as well you know my son i know deep down and i've heard from people that he's proud and this and that of course he is yeah i know also in certain respects he's disappointed that i'm not you know as ambitious or whatever but 
at the end of the day, I don't want to do certain things his way. And people sometimes would rather come and have a meeting with me than with him yeah. because he's very direct and he's very Israeli and he's very upfront. I think that says everything, you know? I'd rather have a meeting with you. No offense to your dad, but I, I would totally <laughs> rather have a meeting with you. At the same time, you can't change the guy and I wouldn't change him because he wouldn't be as successful as he is and he wouldn't have a business that's yep. going to feed our family for the next seven generations. Yeah. You know, it's like, his success is so freakishly incredible. But I mean, like, I, you know, I always wonder, like, if he was just a little bit softer and gentler on an hour to hour basis, yeah. how would it affect things? Maybe he'd have nice. more relationships in tech still, but he wouldn't have been able to close on that business transaction and that business transaction. And but, the ripple effect and the yeah. butterfly affects all these little things. Who knows where it could have ended mm. up? So, right. I can imagine you asking yourself those questions a lot because, like, you wonder, did everything have to happen the exact way that it happened for it to mm -hmm. still be the way it is? Exactly. And I mean, I think it depends too on like what you're, what you consider successful. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I think money yeah. or business success is often. There's no question. Yeah. <laughs> what That that is yeah. success. But I think it's also important to realize like for you, I mean, you're saying that spending time with family or spending time with your fiance, th those are the things that are important to you. And I mean, mm -hmm is business success or financial success is that your top goal do you value that above everything else or it's one of the goals i'm betting right i mean for me i'm gonna be happy to retire at a younger age to hang out with my family to grow old with my my wife and my kids and teach my grandkids you know how to fish and teach them a little bit about business and how to be a good leader and how to be a good friend and how to be a good human being and the values of life and uh at the end of the day it's something i've been asking myself with my dad and it's something he's slowly starting to realize the value i mean he's 60 so in july 30 60 and and a lot of things have been happening on a professional level in our business like we've got a lot of developments coming out and we have a, a lot of publicity and the publicity is leading to a lot of insane rhetoric and like comments and you know in the free press on ctv on the internet mm -hmm. on twitter like Fari, like he's evil, like he, you know, he's a slumlord, like he's got his money from ISIS, he's Saudi money, he's oil money, he's getting his money from Lebanon. It's like, first of all, my dad's Israeli, he bombed Lebanon in '82. It's like just a lot of crazy things that we try to ignore, but it's it's hard, yeah, to ignore seeing your name slandered all yeah. the time. And it's like, well, how can we fix this? Like at the end of the day, how is success measured? Yes, he's gonna leave a lot of. Uh, a business legacy behind for his kids and his grandkids and their kids. He's going to leave some money behind for them. But how is he going to be remembered? He's going to be remembered as like an incredibly genius business mind. Some people are going to remember him as ruthless. Some are going to think he's an asshole. Some are going to think he has a great big heart. He supports a lot more families than just his own. People don't know what he does for a lot of people that have been in his life for 30 years since he came to Canada, even family back home. He supports like dozens of families uh, beyond just business, beyond his employees. And those people remember him, but the public, how will they remember him? And there's a lot of negativity out there. And uh, he's very outspoken and he's told a lot of people to go fuck themselves. He's called a lot of people assholes and bitches. And those people aren't going to have fond memories of him. So, I mean... He's given a lot back to the community, I think, is a huge one, too. Not just spending time with family and friends, but giving back to one's community. You know, it doesn't have to be financial. It could be, you know, 
volunteering or whatever. He's not a volunteer. He gives back financially. He supports a lot of charities, a lot of organizations, a lot of youth programs. And uh, were those shelters? The shelters on shelters were like our York property. Street? Those are your yeah. yeah. It's our property, and we're very happy to extend and give it to the city back. But they don't see there's enough shade on the property, so they're trying to relocate it somewhere else. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, we can get into that. And Sorry, not to get into specific. Yeah, there's just, a lot that of politics involved. An example don't that even I want. knew of. Yeah. It's so crazy here that there's so much greed, uh, not greed, there's so much jealousy and envy here in the city, and people are, mm. are so jealous of my dad. And, and, and it's not always just jealousy i mean he's got his name up a lot and it's created a lot of hatred and people are trying to find ways to not even allow my dad to, to donate to people to charities like they don't want it's just crazy so because sometimes it's just the name right like some people are like i've said i've heard things where it's just like the fact that the name is up there because like yeah maybe that's part of like have you ever been like hey dad you want to like tone it down on the signs like i want i I mean, a hundred times I've said it a oh. hundred times because <laughs> okay. I don't see you as someone who puts he, he's fired name. me over it because I'm like, dad, maybe if you oh. just took your name off a couple of bills, get the yeah. fuck out of there. Like, <laughs> it's not that I don't like our name. Yeah, it's not like that. I don't No, Of course, I'm not, not proud but, of you, but you care about the image. It's created a lot of negativity on the flip side. It's generated business. People call us a okay. lot. People see a building. They see but. I mean, in the growing age of technology and the internet and the way people can just share information and talk to one another, it's like a snowball effect of negative comments on the internet right. now, yeah. especially during COVID when people didn't have their jobs and they're at home yeah. and they had nothing to yeah. do. And there's a lot of people, anonymous people with no real name attached to their usernames talking shit. Mm. And it mm. creates a snowball effect because people love to be negative on the internet and always target someone, especially a non-local person they like to target you know people from outside of london and they see my dad as an outsider and they, they just love to hate him yeah that must be hard for you to hear yeah i can't i can't let it shape i can't let it shape him i can't let it change him he doesn't let it change him mm. uh you can't let it you can't let all these like we could get into it for hours talk about how stupid social media has become and how it's completely ruined our society in the, the deepest of its core and how soft North America is going to get and become. But uh, I've learned to just l not listen and read any of these comments anymore. Cause it's just a lot of nonsense, but. Uh, Can I just say Ben, by the way, I hope you had knows how incredible an ambassador you are for, for like, even here now, like just the way that you come across and, and talk, like you've only generated positivity. I try know, the way that you come across. <laughs> I've learned over the years how to, you know, it's a fine line and he misinterprets some things. I say people misinterpret things that I don't want people to misinterpret. I just, I've learned how to speak certain way instead of, you know, I try to balance how I speak for sure about it. It's uh, it's not easy being Shmuel Fiery's son for sure. And it's not <laughs> easy uh, trying to help him on a day to day and drowning out all the noise and, and hearing all these negative things on the internet and reading yeah, all these slanderous, yeah. like, borderline harassment things people bullying him on the internet thank god he doesn't have a reddit account thank god he doesn't have twitter Well, because i saw something in like the london ontario thing and i was like maybe it's ben because it was like a very nice like response that was like and i was like maybe it's ben because it was like that was recent so our okay have, so it an is amazing you. young marketing team it's oh, not okay. me oh okay but it's a funny story 
so we've hired a bunch of people. We were expanding, we we're getting into development and stuff. So we yeah. have these young marketing team. That's they're incredible. Three young guys. Awesome. And, you know, we try to meet once a week and come up with ways to promote our tenants promote our developments, promote our buildings, promote my dad and the thing. My dad doesn't like to push the things, his donations and the ways he helps people and all the families mm. he supports and the 500 plus employees we have. Like right. but what, how many but, companies have 500? Yeah. I, I, I just want to get like, so they, we meet and we sit and we talk about ways to kind of do it in a nonchalant way when it comes to self um like self-promotion, but uh, I self-promoting mean, ourself and my dad, but yeah. we love to do it for our tenants and stuff. But hmm. so these guys created an account and for better or for worse, and you know, it's not going to be good on Reddit, but on Twitter, it's, it's not a bad way to promote hmm. ourselves and push our story and, and not have to go in back and forth with people. And on Facebook, it's great. I mean, we can promote ourselves on our website is great, but Reddit is just like, it's like a super left leaning, like people with just, nothing but negative things to say about everyone so they created a fari hq and uh like i told them like just be positive don't engage too much right and like the second day they posted like two things and the second day it's like fari has an account on here let's get him banned like it's an ama like shmuel fari mm-hmm. like a billionaire has time to talk to people like and post things it's like like as if i was like there's moderator no way this is... of london ontario yeah. This oh, guy's yeah. a moderator and he's talking shit about my dad and he's talking shit about mm. our family and our business. Oh. And these people have like the power to like block accounts and stuff. Yeah. And this guy goes like, I thought this was small fiery, like reporting all these comments all these years. And, oh, and I'm on. like, I'm like, like it's actually been me like yeah i can't even, i was like i cannot imagine Shmuel I don't want my sister and my little shit. brothers uh, yeah. i don't want people reading of course like, people yeah. are like this jew is like fuck this jew oh. like go back to lebanon like you're funded by isis they're not even they're getting like, their punches, I wish right? could stick on, him on a stake like jesus christ and put him on a no stake way. Like, oh my lord and like they're that's like so intense. abusing yeah. the guy and i'm like report like this is yeah i mean that's targeted harassment right yeah like what's wrong with these people yeah yeah so i had to like unfollow that but anyway yeah. i follow it again because it's like it's my city like i shouldn't not be following what's going on but reddit's just like its own crazy animal but anyways I mean, to be fair <laughs> yeah okay i will defend Reddit. like i could go on there and anonymously like type but it's like but didn't you know that reddit is aya's favorite place to be <laughs> i spent so much time on there i spent a lot I less reddit. than i used yeah. to it's, yeah. it's easy to go down a rabbit hole on that thing it's but... my only social media like semi-addiction is is reddit i don't care about i don't care about I, facebook I, i've been addicted Twitter, to it for years but reddit yeah yeah love it yeah. i'm on twitter a little more than i used to be uh, it's taken mm-hmm. some of my reddit time but reddit's just like you have to know it for what it is it's like an ultra left leaning like it's a lot of people it's a lot of y- mean, young people. It's professionals aren't on there. It's like a hive-minded, like easily snowball-affected website. Like you're not getting normal people on that website, really. I don't think. But so. I'm 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 extremely left-leaning, so maybe that's why I like it there. So I'm like I'm not only like... against you. I like to be a centralist. <laughs> no, a it's centralist, okay. I but... just I'm yeah. I mean, I, I just... my my ideas vary, but I I I know what you mean in that it is a hive mind. It's kind of an echo chamber, like people who it's agree big with time each other yeah. are the ones who so i know exactly what you mean yeah. so as left-leaning as i am i still find things that i don't agree with and i mean that's yeah anyways we don't have to 
We had a whole episode on social media, which was mostly Josh saying how much he loves social media. Yeah, don't, 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 I think you should definitely listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about it another, another time, whatever you guys Yeah, want. another time. Yeah. But it um, just sucks reading a lot of negativity and it, that must be yeah. so hard. So to get yeah. back to it, it's like, it's yeah. not easy. So yeah. I'm trying to help my dad, and there's some people trying to help him, and he's slowly seeing, and uh, I want to make the website, I want to make his legacy. To circle back, it's like, what is success? How are you going to be remembered? Mm. Like, Dad, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be remembered as a guy who, a self-made billionaire who is known for yelling a lot? Like, at the end of the day, it's unfortunate. Not <laughs> many people see your big heart and what you do behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want you to push, like, your philanthropy and the things you do behind the scenes too much. But let's meet, like, I'm sitting with the marketing guys. I'm like, okay, let's let's make philanthropy a little bit bigger part of our website so people mm. can google and see what my dad does like you don't have yeah. to publicize it and promote it but it doesn't have to be hidden on the last page of our website either like yeah. people just think so negatively about my dad does he it's... think that people will think he's soft or something if he kind of publicizes no, the philanthropy just, or like is it i just don't just think he honestly i just don't think he, he's just so on the go 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 get things on oh, yesterday he, that doesn't... he doesn't have the time to like put the energy into how he's perceived because personally I mean, he's I got the kind of an add him. right some days he gets he'll spend eight hours on like trying to make people see what he does but mm. that's very rare it's not every day he has way more important things yeah billionaire shmuel fire isn't on reddit promoting himself okay yeah no I his sons that. and his kids are on there <laughs> reporting when people are trying to yeah. rally pitchforks yeah. to go and egg his house yeah we're on yeah. there and we hate to see that but because yeah. on a personal note, I do remember your dad being generous. Like, I mean, I remember yeah. biking past, or me and my dad were like walking past your house and he had like a really nice pool and he was like, yeah, you come whenever, you come whenever you want. Like, and, you know, in his yeah. way, he was like, of course you come in, come in. And he like brought us in and he's just, he does have that kind of, and I think anyone who knows him on a more personal He has a huge heart. Yeah. I also remember coming to your house and like, it was like a, a favorite memory of mine, I remember, because it was so, he was, he's really good at it. He's, he could be pretty showy, right? I remember him like showing us around and would you have like a gold eagle up there or something? Yeah. Like, there was some, but I remember him like giving us all chocolate. I don't know why that was like my favorite. He's always been the cool dad. He's always been awesome. Like with my friends, <laughs> he's intimidating, but yeah. if you spend enough time, like people, like it's so hard to not fall in love with the guy. He's incredible. And just to circle back on you walking by, I, I meant to yeah. talk about it earlier yeah. before we even started recording, but my dad said, uh, he's, I'm like, I'm doing a podcast with Josh and I tonight, dad, yeah. so I'm going to have to get out a little earlier. Hmm. He's like, oh, I was like, he's like, I saw her, um, her parents, Shalom and Nikki, Shai, yeah. your parents. And he said he, re- <laughs> he, he drew a map my- on a sheet today. He's <laughs> like, so uh, this was Grange Rover. He's like, and they were right here and I was driving here. And I drove on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> and Shalom almost had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. He almost so, ran them over on so purpose. Funny. Yeah. So that was the story they told my mom. I was on the phone with her and I told her like we were doing this and she goes, oh yeah, we, we actually just, uh, <laughs> far, or she goes, yeah, we were walking and, uh, this car 
comes onto the sidewalk and my dad was like yelling like what's going on? you're gonna give me a heart attack and it's small fire he and he <laughs> and he was like showing them apparently pictures of of his kids and like you and everything oh, sure, he was yeah. like yeah you guys are like this so they were talking and stuff but yeah it, he's it's always fun. been a little child at heart for sure and he's always he's playing those yeah. pranks and you get to see him and he's got a big heart and he means really well it's just yeah he's intimidating because he's so loud and he's He's so driven and he's a big personality, you know. Yeah. He just, you know, yeah. yeah, he's got so many people calling him and he's got so much on the go and he's got so much on his mind. It's he, he's balanced in his own way, but it's like from the outside, it's like he could be a way more balanced, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, when like you had to deal with all that, I guess, like you said, there was some of that vitriol that you were getting online and stuff like that. Like, you're taking that on as well, right? Especially as an empathetic person. How do you deal with that, like, mentally? It's not easy. Like, it's part of self-care. You go to sleep thinking, like, no matter how much exercise you get, some nights you have so much on your mind that stresses you out. Your mind's racing. You can't sleep at all. And then it affects you the next day, and you're getting emotional. And it's like, how can you control? At the end of the day, you got to just learn to just not care about it. Like, you, you don't see... Like now Bill Gates is kind of under fire, but you don't see yeah. the Bill Gates is the, you know, the Elon Musk's, you know, the most successful people in the world, like the richest people in the world aren't like, I mean, say what you want. Elon Musk isn't the richest guy in the world. Like the richest people in the world don't want to be seen. You just, they, they ignore the noise for the most part. There's so many successful people out there. You don't even know their names and they just carry on their way. At the end of the day, I'm not ashamed like I'm, I'll never be ashamed of my name or the business and you just got to kind of drown out the noise, but there's ways to kind of like, I I'd have my ways of doing things and uh, there's just ways to get the targets off your back a little bit, you know, and, and to, if our name wasn't Fari, if our name was Smith hmm. or Robertson holdings or something, you know, it'd be a lot easier. I just think London just uh, in a way my dad kind of, he came here like it's not this episode's not about my dad, but he came here as an outsider. Nobody really welcomed him in. It's hardened him a little bit. It's hardened him, and and uh, people kind of react in their own ways to it. And I mean, at the end of the day, who's to say? Like, if I lived in his shoes and walked in his shoes, maybe I would have put my name on every goddamn building I own too. But he's only got it on 10, 12 buildings. He owns one hundred and fifteen buildings downtown. People don't even wow. know. So oh. it's just the four or five that are empty right now. Yeah. I mean, dad, maybe take your name off these ones. These ones are on the news. Mm -hmm. why, why do we have to have our name up on an empty building right now? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, drown out the noise and don't listen to all the critics. And he'll be here for another 30, 40, 50 years. I'll be here for the next 40, 50, 60, 70 years. We're not going anywhere. So who cares what people on Reddit today think, or, you know, a CBC article says today we're, we're going to be here a lot longer than that reporter is going to be working for CBC. So <laughs> who really cares? I just admire the, the, the empathy that you exude and the way you try to like put yourself in other people's shoes like that. It's something that I aspire to be. And that I try to like, and I, and I talk about like all the time that, you know, really, I think that's, that's kind of the, the heart of goodness is being able to do that. I just want to say I admire that a lot in you. Yeah, like every time you're imagining, like if it's something you don't agree with, you're like, what would I have done in his shoes? I don't know. Maybe I would feel that way. Like all of that. I think that's that's such an important skill of being a nice human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And once we do that, we realize that all those people are all a lot more similar to us than they are different. Mm -hmm. 
I think one of the things is when we've been talking to our friends, like we've been growing up with, like when we're talking to you, we're all just kind of like realizing how similar we are to each other, mm. you know, and all the similar things we're going through. You know, there's differences, of course, but the more you get to know someone, the more you realize how much more like you, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to say that. No, I appreciate that. I'll take the compliment, I guess. <laughs> Good. I know it's hard. <laughs> Good. Good self-care technique Good, right yeah. there. Accept it. Yeah. Good. I'm sorry it took so long to get on here. What? No. Like I said, it's like you see some of the issues, not the issues, but uh, like I was saying earlier, there's a lot going on up in my noggin and there's a lot going on mm. realistically, you know, with my wedding and, you know, yeah. my fiance and, um, you know, my chip, my tooth, got to get that fixed. Oh. Yeah. How are you doing with that? Yeah. How's your tooth? You chipped your yeah, tooth. Yeah. How is it? Uh, I haven't got it fixed yet. Oh, no. I hung... uh, the, the bottom one? Yeah. Hard to tell. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to fix right. next week, but I, I mean, I've had to balance my life out in the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. I, I was very excited to do this. And then that one day was so bad. And I was like, oh. I wanted to have a setting and, uh, and really drive with you guys. But, uh, you know what it sounded like? It sounded like you did the smart thing and took some time for self-care. Yeah. Instead of, uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm actually super glad. I'm glad that we moved it. Cause I was at like nine 30. Usually I'm already kind of like, like my brain is a little bit loopy so i mean i'm whenever we have a guest i'm like anytime they want is fine but i do think that Mm -hmm. meeting at 5 30 today we probably had a way better yeah i think we were probably more awake way better 2 30 for josh but who cares um but we (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to say ben that uh it just reminded me of something when i spoke to pierce uh, we had pierce on a while back we talked about mortality right i don't know if you heard any of that one but one of the things we explored was he talked about how his, his father had passed and that kind of opened his eyes, right? Like it kind of triggered this self-awareness mm-hmm. in him, you know, for his his life and his sense of mortality and everything moving forward. And it just, it sounded to me kind of like, similarly, you had like a triggering event as well. Like when you talked about the, the alopecia and stuff like that, like suddenly you were hit with this very life affecting incident. Mm-hmm. Like did that trigger like a certain self-awareness in you too? Like did that make you think about the rest of your life basically? There's no doubt about it with the alopecia. Yeah, no. That was definitely an eye-opener on so many different levels. It's like kind of when you get a cold. I mean, I haven't been sick since we all started using hand sanitizer 10 times a day. But when you get a little cold, you're so, you're like, oh my God, those 362 other days where I'm perfectly healthy, I took them for granted. It's like, yeah. life's <laughs> over. It's like... I definitely took so much for granted when that happened. And I promised myself like to take better care of myself and right. take better care of my body and um, get more sleep and just do all the smaller things, even even just breathing. I've realized that I like, I don't breathe very much. I like, mean, neither. I, I have a big problem with that. Yeah, like, I'm not breathing enough. I'll like randomly throughout the day, I'll like sit back and be like, okay couple breaths like deep ones like i like do like little ones all day like i've realized it's like i'm like suffocating Mm. like maybe it's leading them headaches or i don't know like just little things like that and it's like it's like all just so it's just givens like yeah eat healthy get exercise sleep breathe drink water (laughs) who knew it's like these are the secrets to living a happier life It just sounds like, yeah, you have these like in, this big incident that happened to you or we have these, you know, in Pierce's case, it was a very big incident, mm-hmm. but just these things that bring about this awareness of our, Fra- our frailty, I guess. Yeah. yeah our How fragility, fragile like, life is, yeah. And, but that also makes us appreciate, you know, all those 
things like you said, like we may have taken for granted or that we could take for granted. Also, like it can motivate us to then take care of ourselves in ways mm-hmm. that we maybe didn't before. And it sounds to me like, you know, you, you, you kind of said this yourself, but in a way there's that silver lining that it, it happened so that something worse doesn't happen later in a exactly. way. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If I kept going, I'd have no hair anywhere. Probably if I just kept drinking like that, I'd probably be dead. Like Oy. I'd have a, probably a liver failure. It's not like I was an alcoholic. I was just drinking, you know, Friday, Saturday until like I was like passing out in my like bed. Like it's not like I was getting into too many fights or anything downtown. <laughs> was, too many. It's not like I was getting into really hard stuff. I just, I was living like mm. my high school days, you know, in my early twenties. You're pushing yourself. And I wasn't a kid anymore. And it's like, I had to, you know, smarten out of it eventually. Yeah. It's a lot of really good advice. And I, I personally learned a lot from that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to like leave this conversation noting how I'm going to take better care of myself because when you don't have your health, right? Mentally or physically, health is everything. emotionally or spiritually, it's everything. Like what can you do? I can't go make my movies. You can't go do your business. I've gotten some advice from a lot of people, but some things that have stuck with me is like, like health is everything. I told you the, a couple of weeks when we talked, first of all, like on Reddit, you go and you're like, Hey, people in your 50s like what's the number one piece of advice oh, you yeah. give 20 years year old self you yeah. and like the number one thing's like take care of your teeth hmm. it's like <laughs> it's like okay i chip my tooth i'm like I, I gotta get that fixed right away it's like i brush my teeth like three times a day since you know i grew up not brushing my teeth very much it's like for my alopecia maybe it was just a poor dental hygiene who knows like <laughs> bacteria in your teeth goes into your stomach and all hell can break loose it's like right. It gets costly. So Reddit can be useful. <laughs> yeah, it's useful. Another guy that I knew growing up, he's like, I was thinking about buying a fishing boat. He's like, just do it. Like, just buy it. I never bought it. But he's like, you're going to have so much more money like later on in life. Like, you're not going to be able to enjoy it. It's like I was on vacation. I went backpacking in South America with my friends. And the trip was supposed to cost us three grand for three weeks. It cost us like 4500 We kind of splurged at the end or whatever. And like 23-year-old us we convinced ourselves we're like 10 years from now like we're gonna wish we spent that extra 1500 today it's like that's gonna be nothing you can't enjoy the same thing in the future in the same way like you can't get time back health is everything like health and memories is all you have left at the end of your life you're gonna be on your deathbed you're gonna wish you had a little bit more health left you're not gonna be able to buy it really well maybe they said that kids have been born today finally that are gonna have the opportunity to live like into like their 200s if they want with regenerative medicine and stuff (laughs) really i mean memories is all you're gonna have left right so yeah you gotta live your life you got to not be afraid to fail. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. You got to throw yourself out there. Dare to, you know, get out of your comfort zones. You just got to live your life. Take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Travel. Go out, meet new people. Go out and do things, you know. Don't listen to everything you hear and don't take criticisms to heart. I mean, you can't please everyone. Just got to do your best to please yourself mm-hmm. and care for yourself and yeah. care for your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I like about this, Ben? You basically... In this like self-care episode, it really is like a good season finale, quote unquote. You basically just like went over every single one of our episodes. What are the people pleasing one <laughs> yeah, or the competition yeah. one? And mm-hmm. I don't mean that exactly. I just mean to say that like all these things really do tie in in the end to like taking care, taking good care of yourself. So yeah. Honestly, it's just so awesome to be able to catch up and kind of see that we're all sort of, yeah. you know, we've all been coming to the same places. Like what Josh is saying is that the things that have been important to us that we've been going over are the things that kind of 
what seems like it's important to you too. And it's, I'm glad that we finally caught yeah. up. It took a long time, but we all kind of caught up <laughs> and, um, and thanks for making the time. We know you're, yeah. now we know you're actually a busy dude. I didn't know what you did. I didn't realize you were a busy uh, businessman. We got a, yeah, a lot going yeah, on, yeah. but I always have to find the time. I appreciate and, it uh, very much. Yeah. I'm always happy yeah. to come back and Good. Yeah. do more. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully this is the start of something, yeah. not the end, you know? Like, yeah. Let's stay in touch longer. You know, it doesn't have Very to be. Very happy. It's therapeutic. Oh, good. Okay. It's nice. Yeah. 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 Well, anytime. Let's definitely do that, man. Yeah. Aya, why don't you take us out of here? Do our, our thing. All right. Well, uh, this has been another episode of Adulted Friends, episode 26. Half a year of uh, episodes, 26 weeks. Half a so, year. That's a lot. We did a lot. That is a lot. We did a lot. We did a lot. Um, thanks for listening. And if you like us, please do the things that you know you're supposed to do for podcasts, which all the stuff. Do you have to list it every time? Josh is laughing, but like, <laughs> you know what it is. Okay. Listen on stuff, like our Facebook page. And um, yeah, this is, so this is our last episode for a little while. For a little bit. Yeah. For maybe the summer. We, we don't, don't know how long. long. Apparently we're not committing to a time <laughs> limit, but we will be back. We promise. Well, Maybe I won't promise, but oh, okay, commit to that. That's fine. <laughs> we'll be back, but um, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna take a bit of time for ourselves, yeah, and come back with fresh minds and fresh ideas, and hopefully, some of our old guests on again. I wanted to say thanks again. Oh. I hope you know there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's this COVID. Yeah. Hopefully, things will return back to normal, and we'll remember what normality was. And in the meantime, you guys just take care of yourselves and take care of each other, and. Hopefully we'll see each other uh, sooner rather than later and yeah. yeah, and get a chance to chat again. Yeah, You take care as well, Ben, and good luck with the business, good luck with the tooth. <laughs> and the wedding. Your upcoming wedding. Yeah, congrats again. Mazel tov again. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, how do we usually end this thing? Well, there's just one really important thing I wanted to say. Okay, guys, say hi to your family. Well, say hi to too. everybody. Thanks. And seriously, yeah, thanks so I much. Yeah, sure. It's been awesome. I was really looking forward to it today. I think we did a good job. So say hi to the parents. Apologize for my dad running them off the road. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. They're good. It's okay. Okay, Lila Tov, guys. Take care. Have a great week.